So we're going outside next week, as Bevan said, like eight times. I think he said he was going to say it four, but I think I counted more. Um, we're going outside next week. So Bushnell Park, on the right side of Bushnell Park, if you're driving out of town on 142, it's on the right side of Bushnell Park there in the small pavilion. So we're going to be outside. We're up to like 10. Okay, we're going to be outside there for uh, five weeks. And then I believe it's the second week of July, we'll be coming back in. And from there through the end of August, roughly, we're going to be doing our, our summer serve for kids ministry. So that's the, the period of time that you're signing up for. So summer serve is a great opportunity to just get a taste of what LifeBridge Kids is all about and experience what's happening in those rooms and the joy that that is and the awesome opportunity that we have to help kids know the love of Jesus more. So I'd encourage you to sign up for that if you could and uh, help in one of the rooms and invest in some kids. It's a beautiful experience, as Linda indicated. And if you want more stories, ask her for some of those stories. They're definitely there. So um, today is the last of our calm phase. So at the end of every campaign, we've divided up the annual calendar into four campaigns, we call them. And then uh, for most of it, it's typical church. We preach, we sing, we, it's, it's what we're kind of familiar with when it comes to church, uh, a church service. But for the last two weeks of a campaign, we do what's called calm weeks. And the reason we do this is in part, we thought about our church rhythms and our lives in general in American culture. And we're all generally too busy. We have too much going on. We're exhausted constantly. Uh, statistics have borne this out. I think you feel it in your soul if you pause long enough to actually process it, that we're just too busy. And so this conversation started where it was like, well, what are we doing as the church to help? And if we're not doing anything to help uh, us settle down, calm down, and rest, and seek God, then I don't think we're doing our part as a church. So part of the calm phase idea is for us as a church collectively to kind of hit the pause button, to rest, the church calendar is empty, and to spend some more time just in prayer, reflection, and personal practices of following Jesus more. So uh, that being said, for the last two weeks and this week, kids are in here. Welcome kids, how's it going? Good? All right. Crushing it. Um, <laughs> so part of that is, again, the reason that we have kids in here partially, um, one, give our, our volunteers a break because they work really hard. They're in there basically every week for nine months. They do a great job and they work really hard. So one is to give them a break to appreciate them. And then two um, is for families to worship together. We think that's a beautiful experience for for, for kids to worship together in the same uh, environment with their families. So that's what this is all about. It's going to be a little noisy. It's going to be a little bit disruptive. And that's okay. We're cool with that. We think it's absolutely worth it. So if your kids are kind of squirmy, it's all good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we get it. Um, what we're going to do today is uh, we're wrapping up our campaign called Pray Like Jesus. So we've been talking about how to pray as a church family. So I thought it would be fitting for us to pray together. So 
This is going to be a little bit different, and we, if you're visiting, we don't do this often. We don't do this every week. In fact, this is the first time we've tried this. I have no idea how it's going to go. So it might not work at all, and we won't do it again. It might be great, and we'll do it again another time. Who knows? Um, but we've been talking a lot about prayer, and we've been having every Wednesday prayer here in the morning, prayer here in the evening every Wednesday. Uh, we've been doing prayer and worship nights. We've been doing worship well, where we come together and we sing and we praise and we worship together throughout the week. But the reality is, if we schedule something in the middle of the week, we'll get a handful of folks who come, and you guys know who you are, and that emphasizes how much you value prayer and you care to come and, and pray in community with others. But the reality is, we'll only get a few folks to come and do that. So I figured, let's do it on Sunday morning, <laughs> when we're all here anyways. So let's experience community prayer together. Um, and I'm just going to kind of lead us and guide us as we pray. Ian's going to put some music on in the background, so it's not just going to be eerie silence where you're hearing everybody else. But the other part of it is, is you can kind of eavesdrop and hear how other people are praying and maybe pick up some cues on how you can pray. That's kind of the secret to community prayer. It's like, if I don't know how to pray, I should just hang out with people who know how to pray, and I'll learn how to pray. That's what you do in business, that's what you do with work and sports, music. If you want to get better at it, you hang out with people who know what they're doing, right? So same thing with church disciplines and how to follow Christ. Hang out with people who seem to know what they're doing. So we're going to break up into groups of like three or four. If you're here with your family, uh, go ahead and just, that's a great unit to pray with. Just pray with them. Uh, if you would like to pray by yourself, go ahead, just pray by yourself. If you'd like to pray with a few other people next to you, just go ahead and turn around or ask them and say, hi, would you like to pray with me? And if you would like to pray by yourself or just with uh, your family or whoever you came with, that's fine. Just say, oh, it's okay. I'd like to pray by myself. Nobody will be offended by that. Um, we, they're just probably being nice, reaching out and asking you if you'd like to pray with them. If you'd like to pray by yourself, feel free to pray by yourself or to pray with one or two others. But, um, so, just gather a couple people around you. We're going to kind of pray through uh, the themes of the Lord's Prayer, and I'll guide us along the way. And if your kids are in here, and your kids are kind of being rowdy, and you're like, ah, this isn't, this isn't working, okay, go ahead and go out into the, the lobby if you want. You can go out there. You'll hear me still out there through the speakers and guiding you to pray, and I'll call us back in here when it's time to sing. Um, but we're just going to practice all praying together, okay? Good deal? All right. You guys are like, I didn't think I'd have to do anything when I came to church today. So sorry to drop this on you, but I think it's really valuable, and I think it's really, really good. And hey, if you're like, this is too awkward, it's too uncomfortable, the, the, the other secret, shh, don't tell anybody this, but if you're in community prayer and you're praying, just kind of close your eyes, and, and you can even fall asleep. That's cool, too. No. I'm kidding, don't fall asleep. But if you do, that says something about your pace of life, right? That means you need a little more calm in your life. So feel free, space out, spread out a little bit. If not, just bow your head. Um, go ahead and ask somebody next to you. I'll give you a couple of minutes to do that right now before we start praying.
All right, looks like we're all kind of gathered into, into units, whatever. Um, so first, we're gonna, we're gonna, like I said, we're gonna pray through the Lord's Prayer. And we're gonna move from section to section fairly quickly, okay? So if you tend to be really long-winded in prayer, try to be a little more succinct um, today while we're praying in community, especially if you have a large group. If it's just you or a couple, you're all good, okay? Um, and I'll kind of guide us along as we go. But first, we're going to start off by addressing God as Father. So if, you don't, if you're like, man, prayer is intimidating to me, remember, Jesus told us how to pray. He literally told us how we should pray. So we can pray that prayer verbatim as long as we're thinking of the words, but I think we should just pray the themes and understand what Jesus is calling us to pray for and pray those themes in our own life. So first, we're going to address God as Father, and we're going to pray to him, and we're just going to tell him how awesome he is. That's how I explain this to my kids. Just tell God he's awesome. Uh, go through any attributes of his that you know. Pray about how God is all-knowing, all-powerful. Pray about how merciful and gracious and kind and how just God is. Pray about those things. Tell him the cool things that he's done in history. Think about all the stories that you know from Scripture, from creation to the exodus, even to the exile, to Jesus, to Jesus rising from the dead, to the new creation that Jesus has promised and is coming. Pray whatever comes to mind about how awesome God is, whether it's who he is, his attributes, or pray uh, and just say, God, you're so awesome for what you have done in the exodus, for example and how you brought your people and delivered them out of slavery. So go ahead and spend a few moments in prayer.
All right, sorry to, sorry to pause you there. But we're going to keep moving. We're going to pray for the next theme. When we pray for God's kingdom to come and for his will to, done, will to be done, spend a few moments praying for people to know Jesus and to know him more. Pray for justice in our society. Pray for you to love others better like Jesus did. Pray for peace. Pray for God to call you and others in your group to his kingdom work of sharing the good news of Jesus and doing the good work of God in the world. Pray for purpose in your work. Pray for uh, if you're struggling to follow God's will in a certain area of your life, whether that's in following the way of Jesus or knowing what God has called you to, pray for that. Pray for the courage to do that. Spend a few moments praying for God's kingdom to come and for his will to be done here in our community and in your life. Sorry to pause you guys again. Let's go on to the next one. Share just one or two prayer requests with one another and just pray for those. That's it. Go ahead. Keep rolling.
let's transition on to the next one. Next one is forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. So if you're in a group with people that you don't know very well, you're totally free to pray this one on your own because some of these can be very personal. I understand that. But if you feel the Holy Spirit calling you, I would encourage you to repent and to ask for forgiveness, especially of those that if you're sitting around with somebody whom you need to ask forgiveness of, now's the time. Ask forgiveness and pray for one another for forgiveness and for, for grace there. So spend some time just repenting of your sins before God and then asking others for forgiveness, recognizing that you need forgiveness from, from God and from them. So again, if you're in a group where you don't know people all that well, um, we understand this is a sense, can be a very sensitive topic, but if something does come to mind where God is pressing on your heart to, to confess, to ask for forgiveness of, go ahead. Now's a great time to do that and to pray for forgiveness and grace and reconciliation for one another, to one another and to God. So go ahead. part that I forgot to mention is to forgive anybody who has sinned against you.
lastly, pray over one another for protection from evil. Pray generally, pray specifically. If you know of anything going on in the other person's life they'd like to share, go ahead. guys start wrapping it up finish that thought all right as we wrap this campaign um, in this series and I hope I hope that you guys have have prayed more so my one prayer is that you've drawn closer to God in prayer through this time. Some of us prayer is super intimidating. Even the way we just prayed can be super intimidating. Prayer is essential for your life with God. And going back to why we do calm weeks, when we get busy and we don't pray, that's where we miss so much of what God is doing in our lives. So we need this. You need this in your spiritual life. You cannot neglect this. In our, 
And if prayer is kind of intimidating and it's kind of, you've tried, it didn't work, through the devotional this last week and next week, uh, I'm going through a bunch of different types of prayer, different ways that you can pray. I would encourage you to try them and hopefully you will find one that sticks. This Lord's Prayer, this method of prayer that Jesus taught us, that's our bread and butter. All right, this is how we pray. But there's a lot of other forms of prayer that can help deepen and enrich your life with Christ. Our next campaign, we're starting next week, which will be outside. And when we go outside, I'm going to preach a short sermon, but then we're going to be largely in small group conversations. That's for a number of reasons. But um, next week, we're talking, we're starting to talk about uh, the fully formed life, we're calling it, about spiritual growth, spiritual development. How do we grow in our faith? And for so many of us, we've had the concept in our head of spiritual growth just being knowledge. Prayer is where knowledge begun, begins to be applied to you, where it becomes formative for you. Because otherwise, it's just here, and it doesn't mean anything. It won't change you. It won't form you. You won't grow into the image of Christ if you don't take these concepts that you know and understand, reflect, and pray on them. Take the concept of grace, for example. You may have a great working understanding of God's grace, unmerited favor towards those who don't deserve it. God is merciful, God is gracious and kind. But unless you sit with it in prayer and reflection and move from God is merciful and gracious in general to people out there, you will never get to the truth that God has been merciful and gracious to you. You will never deal with your sin and confess that to God and then find God's grace and mercy applied directly to you and to your life. You'll never wrestle with, why am I so hard on others when they fall short? But then when I fall short, I give myself all of this grace and mercy. You'll never wrestle with why that is, and maybe you never fully grasped how God was merciful to you. And then maybe you should then be merciful to others. This stuff is applied in prayer, in quiet, in solitude with God. And without that, it's just here and it never moves to the transformational heart, life, formation. So guys, if there's one thing that I can say to you today throughout this campaign is pray. Pray, pray, pray. You need to pray. I talk with other pastors. I talk with my mentor, Chuck, and he says the same thing churches he goes to, it is such a challenge to get people to pray. People don't pray. That can't be LifeBridge. That can't be our church. That can't be you in your life. If your spiritual life feels stagnant, this is where you begin. Get with God in prayer. There's lots of ways to pray. There's lots of help for you to pray, but you need to pray. So please, I'm it sounds like I'm begging. It's because I am. I'm begging you to pray and find intimacy with God in that. Let's pray, and then we're going to worship together. Father, Lord, you hear our prayers. God, you want to communicate with us. You have given us your word. You want us to commune with you in prayer. Lord, I pray that your spirit would call us and guide us into those times with you. That, Lord, when our heart is heavy, we would pray. 
when we're stressed, when we're anxious, when we're worried, that our first response would be prayer. Lord, that we would retreat to the lonely places and pray to be with you. That we would pray in public. That, Lord, our life would be a regular, ongoing conversation with you on a day-by-day basis. Lord, we would pray when we are happy. We would pray when we find success. That we would reflect joy to you and give you honor for the beauty of creation, for how you have made us. Lord, for who you are, when we experience you in your goodness, Lord, would we just respond with praise and glory to you because you are worth it. Lord, form us in those times. I pray that your spirit would do the hard work of making us more into the image of Christ as we meet with you in prayer. Help us to slow down, to put aside distractions. Lord, to avoid the temptations of the devil through distraction and to meet with you, to get with you, God, in prayer. And there you form us. It's in your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Let's stand and sing together, guys.